Today's daf is Yevomis daf Kuf Tesvav. And we are, Be'ezus Hashem, at the beginning of a new parak, the 15th parak of Masachtis Yevomis, parak Ho'isha Shalom, on daf Kuf Yodal Ramid Beis. Today's daf is being learned as a schus Rufur Shalom, of Chaim Malazar, Ben Rochel Leia, Avadia Ben Miriam Leia, Moshaba Ben Devora, Devora Basmecha, Shmu Ben Tehila, Baruch ben Rachel, Malka Miriam bas Esther, Sar Nechama bas Rus Malka, Miriam bas Rivka, Chaim Oren, Ben Aviva Orli, Tzipra bas Leia, Mordechai Tzvi ben Malka HaKoyen, and Esther Kreindel bas Devorah. Today's after also being learned to Elohim Nishmas, Shlomo ben Yabadal Chaim Toivim, Reb Chaim Toiv. So, new parak, new topic, but really a continuation of a topic that we discussed earlier in the Mesechta, and that is the halachos of Edos Isha, and by extension, the halachos of Agunos. So, it's interesting, there are three prokim in Mesechta Sivamis that are called Perik Ha'isha. Ha'isha Rabbah is number one, Ha'isha Shalom is number two, and then the last parak in the Masechta, Ha'isha Basra. And the topic of all three prokim are the same. They discuss these halachos of Eidos Isha and these halachos of Aguna. So just to chazer over what we discussed already in great detail with raid bites as well in Perak Ha'isha Rabbah, and that is that one of the great chedushim in Teresh is that an Eid Echad is believed by Eidos Isha. So what is Eidos Isha? There's a woman who hasn't heard from her husband for some particular amount of time. And Eid Echad comes and says that, I know the whereabouts of your husband, he died. Ordinarily, the halach is, Ein Dover Shebe'erva, Pachos Mishnayim. And based on that rule, the thought would be that we wouldn't trust what the Eid Echad is saying. And as a result, she would remain bound by her marriage, and unless another aide would step forward and say that I too saw that your husband died, she wouldn't be free to get married. Stating that, Chazal said, when it comes to such an aidus, we trust even an aidechad. And as we saw in the many Gemaras, in Perika Isha Rabbah, there were different svaras that were floated by the Amoiroam already as to why this might be the case. One svara is, being that to testify falsely, that someone died when really he's alive is setting yourself up for disaster because in the event that this person's alive, there's always a good chance he's going to walk into best. It makes this type of edos, an edos which is a milsa da'avidi legluye, Whenever it's a milsa Davide Lagluya, there's an umdin away mashakri in she, and as a result, in this case, we would trust even the Eidos of an Eidach. The Rambam and the Filchus Gerish and Belashoni Azov, he fleshes out this svara very, very beautifully. But the point is, there's a svara to believe in Eidachot in such an Eidos more so than with your classic Davish of the Erva, because it's a milsa Davide Lagluya. Another svara that the Gemara mentioned was, Taika Isha Uminsaba. The first mission of Perika Isha Rabbi said that in the event that a woman would get married based on the testimony of an Eidachad, then her husband would show up, there would be punitive ramifications that would be cruel and unusual. The reason Chazal did that was because they wanted to make sure that the woman is going to think three times before she actually acts upon the edus of the Yedechot. Chazal were so confident in the due diligence that the woman's going to do that they said that if an Yedechot comes and says, your husband died, and you understand the ramifications of getting this wrong, you're therefore going to do due diligence. The Daiko Isho Mintzaba is a very compelling piece of evidence, and that's another reason why it is we trust the Yedechot. But nice to that, the Gemara said that in the event that you're not going to allow the a woman to get married, she's going to remain in Aguna. Chazal were always worried about Agunois, Shaktu, Chachamim, Al Benois Israel, Mishum Aguna, Akilu Bey Rabbanon. As for that reason, Chazal said a combination of Nusa Davide Legluye, Taika Isha Uminsaba, and Mishum Aguna, Akilu Bey Rabbanon, that Chazal said you can get married based on the Edechot. When we learned Perako Isha Rabba, we asked. These are all nice svaras. But at the end of the day, there's a din raisa, ain't davash of ever pachas mishnayim. And even though the chachamim, we know, have the ability to sometimes override different din raisa, but that's only b'shev al-taisa. So we spoke out to Chef Schmeitzer and Schmeitzer Zion. We'll post it as a related raid by just as a refresher as we move along to the last part of the Masechta. But different mahalchim as to what the pshat in that is, regardless, without any further ado, 
the second to last parak of Mesech Tis Yavam. It's up to Hilga Mishnah. Isha, Sheholcha, he... There was a woman that went together with her husband to Medina Sayyam. In the event that the husband and wife were getting along, the Shalom Ba'ilam, and there was peace in the world. So there was peace amongst the couple, and there was peace in the world at large. And then the woman came back from Medina Sayyam, her husband didn't. She said, My husband died. She's allowed to get married based on her own testimony. If she says, My husband died, and her husband had a brother, and there were no children, she could do yibum based on her own testimony as well. Meaning, not only is her testimony okay to be matter any iser eshes ish, it's also okay to be matter an isner eshes ach. What happens if there was peace between husband and wife, but there was a war going on in the world? Or, this husband and wife were having shalom bayis problems. They weren't getting along, but this shalom ba'ilam, but there was peace in the world. Then she comes and she says, my husband died. In that instance, she's not going to be believed. She's never believed. Elim came basa unless she walks into Bezdin boicha crying. Ubigadeh kruim having torn kriya. Amruloi. They told Rabbi Yehuda, not true. Achazu ve'achazu tinase doesn't have to be such a dramatic scene. But in any one of the cases where a woman would come, as long as there was shalom be'noyli ve'na and there was shalom be'oylam, that would be enough. That if the woman says meizbaili, she can get married. She could even do yibum based on her test. Now, the obvious chiddush that the Mishnah is saying is that a woman is believed herself to say that my husband died. Meaning, loymi baya and eidachad is believed when it comes to eidosisha, or isha is believed when it comes to eidosisha, and even the woman herself who's a baldavar. So there's multiple reasons why you would think that this testimony shouldn't be a testimony. Number one, it's an eidachad. Ein davashab ever pachas mishnayim. Number two, she's a woman. A woman ordinarily is possible eidos. And number three, she's the baldavar herself. So how, she, how could she be believed? This just gives us a little bit of insight as to what extent Chazal went to as it relates to saying be'edos isha hekilu eidachad, isha, and even the isha herself is going to be believed. But what was the secondary point of the Mishnah, and that is the only time a woman is believed to say Meis Baili is if she can check off two boxes. Number one, it was Shalom Be'inoi Ve'ina, and number two, it was Shalom Be'olam. However, in the event that there was a Ketata Be'inoi Ve'ina, or there was a Melchama Be'olam, in those cases, she would not be believed. So the Gemara is going to begin with a subtle dik, meaning just to clarify the Mishnah. From the First part of the mission, it sounds like the only time the woman's believed is if it's A, Shalom Be'inah and B, Shalom Be'olam. Let's say you don't know if there was Shalom Be'inah It sounds like she wouldn't be believed. Let's say you don't know if there was Shalom Be'olam in the part of the world that she claims her husband died. So it sounds like she wouldn't be believed. But then it says, no, if there was Melchama Be'olam or there was Ketata Be'inah that's when she's not going to be believed. It sounds like Stama. She would be believed. So what's the halach of Stama? What if we don't know if there was Shalom? We don't know if there was Ketata. What if we don't know if there was peace in the world, we don't know if there was a war going on. So what would be the halacha then? So the Gemara brings a b'risa that clarifies this point. Tana, shalom be'inoi le'veinah. The reason the Tana, the Mishnah mentioned, and there was shalom be'inoi le'veinah, is not because we have to know for a fact there was shalom, but because we were going to say that if this katata, she's not believed. So we said if there's shalom, she is believed. But really, we don't have to know this shalom. Menastam will assume that they were getting along. Tana, shalom be'olam, and the reason the Tana, the Mishnah mentioned, that there was shalim ba'olam was meshum the kabbalah the misnei melchama ba'olam is because again we wanted to mention that if there's melchama ba'olam she is not believed so therefore we just clarified and we just were consistent and said that if there was shalim ba'olam she's believed but we don't have to know for sure there was shalim ba'olam the world is considered to be in a state of peace until proven otherwise but again the point of the mission is that the only time the woman is believed is number one the shalim be'noyla ve'na and number two. There's also Shalim Ba'olam. What if we don't know if there is a reason? We assume there's Shalim Ba'olam. We also assume that there's going to be Shalim Ba'olam. Now, the fact that there has to be Shalim Ba'olam, that's something that's very intuitive. Because if they were fighting, and as far as we know, this woman was trying to get out of her marriage, so this would be the most convenient way in the world for this woman to get herself out of her predicament by saying, my husband died, I'm sorry. And as a result, she's going to be free to get married. So to the extent that there's a katata, that makes us second guess her testimony, and as a result, she's not going to be believed. Incidentally, if you ever go through a tshuva, and Hashem, we'll do this together as a chabura, but 
many of the Aguna Shailas that were asked, all the G'dayli, so the first thing they always mention is, because if there wasn't Shalim Bein Oileveina, then everything suddenly gets clouded. So to the extent that we know they were getting along, so there's no reason for her to be lying, there was no reason for him to have run away, and as a result, now we can sit down and we can figure out a way to save this woman, but once this fighting going on, so then there's a good chance that he's just... He ran away because he just wants to run away, or he ran away because he wants to chat with her, or she's not telling the truth. So the first thing you always have to establish is that the Shalem, and it's actually a very, very befitting name of the parak, called Yisha Shalem. Because the first thing really that you need to address in this whole sugi is, is that there was Shalem. But the question is, who cares if there was a war in the world? Why does that matter? So if a woman would come back from Poland in 1942 and she would say that Mays Bailey, she's not believed. And if anything, it's Hepachasvara. If there's a war in the world, it's Yaisa Mestabra that what she's telling is the truth. So really what you have to understand is why is it that if there's Muhammad Ba'ilam, all of a sudden then she's not going to be believed? And this is going to be the topic now of the first part of today's daf. Rav said, My time of the Muhammad. What's the reason that in the event that there's a Muhammad going on in the world that she's not going to be believed? So Rav said, A festus for her. The reason is because if there's a Muhammad in the world, it's possible that this woman thinks her husband died, but really he didn't die. Ordinarily, why would a woman think her husband died if he didn't die? But if it's a Shas Mulchama and people are dying all over the place, so then already you can hear why a woman would make such a mistake. So we're concerned, not that she's lying, but that she's making a mistake. But the dummy, she thinks her husband died, but really he didn't die. And the Gemara explained, she may be thinking, everybody died and somehow he's the one, he's the one survivor, he's the one person that made it out uh, alive. Says the Gemara, I hear, but in Tim Soleim, keeping the Shalim Beinoy Levena, not your Abdechazio, but you're telling me that this couple got along, because if they didn't get along, then anyway, she wouldn't be believed. So wouldn't it make sense then that she would wait around to not just leave her husband on the assumption, because what are the odds that he's going to make it out alive? No, you're going to try it to throw. You would think that you would stay there. So the Gemara says, no, it's not a tiny either, because Zimdin the Machule Begiro, Ibarumcha. Maybe the concern is that this person was actually hit, he was hit by a bullet. Or in the old days, he was hit by a, a spear, the Savra, and she assumes Vadai Mace. He for sure died. But the truth is, just because somebody was hit, it doesn't necessarily mean he died because the Ikada Avad Samtari Vachaya, because there's a certain Rafua that you can put on the person and he can make it out alive. And because of this Taina, Abidadami, which Davka would be an issue, Bishas Muhammad. Therefore, a woman's belief to say mez baili, but not if there's mochama ba'ilam. Because if there's mochama ba'ilam, then there's always a, a svara b'dedami, and because of b'dedami, therefore, we're not going to believe it. Just to stop for one second, you see over here, again, right in the beginning of the Gemara, an idea that will repeat itself as well, and that is that when it comes to being matar aguna, there's a, a great dichotomy. On the one hand, edosisha hikilo. Why? Meshum iguna, hikilo be'rabon. But on the flip side, when it comes to Agunas, sometimes we think the unthinkable. And really, it sounds like over here, there's a woman who came back from a Mulham. She said, my husband died. We don't believe her. You know why? Bidadami. What was the Bidadami? I'm telling you, this was a, a couple that got along so well. The Shalom Bayez was So why all of a sudden are we concerned that maybe there's a problem? Because maybe he was hit by a spear and she saw him not bleeding to death. But at the same time, it could be somebody quickly came and Wechayish for that? I understand. We believe in Eidacha, we believe in Isha, we believe about Dover. All these different kulais, why? Yet, the flip side is, is that if there's a man bleeding out on the battlefield in the middle of a Muhammad, where chances are, even if that, that bullet didn't hit him, the next one's going to hit him. But Afa Pekin, all of a sudden, nah, maybe there was some Tari. Maybe they had this Rafu, uh, this Tachboyish, as Rashi says, and maybe that's how he somehow made it out alive. And the truth is that when it comes to Aguna, you do see this stereo. It's a little bit of a dichotomy, and clearly what you see from this Gemara is just to put it in, in crystallized words, and that is that although in Kola Kula, Achri Rabbam Lahatis, we're always Soymech, and we always go Basaroif, but when it comes to Agunois, we don't necessarily go Basaroif. So even though there's a Roif, most people that are hit with that bullet in that part of his body bleed out, but not everyone. And if there's a statistical chance that this person is alive, all it is is a roiv, but when it comes to agunos, you're not necessarily going to say, 
is a very important yisoid that will repeat itself several times in the Gemaras that we're going to learn, and a yisoid that featured very, very prominently in some of the most fascinating truths that were ever written by Gedeo Yisrael related to the idea of Aguna. Rava had a Havamina. He thought, right, whenever you see Sava Rava, you know what's coming. But Sava Rava, Rava thought that that you see from the Mishnah that there's this cancer of the dummy. What does that mean? That if there's a Shas Mulchama, a woman may think her husband died, where Lafia MS, he didn't really die. Rava thought that that's true, Bashas Mulchama. What if there's a hunger? And a woman comes and says, Bashas Ra'avoin, by he Rav Ba'aretz, she says her husband died. Do you say there Bidadami as well? Maybe he really didn't die. She just thought, because it was a hunger and he had no food, so probably he died. So Rav thought, I don't know, Chazal said that the only thing you have to make sure is that there was Shalim Ba'ilam. Make sure there's no Muhammad going on in the world. So Muhammad is a Makam to say a Svara Bidadami. But when it comes to a Ra'avai, maybe you don't say that. He said, that just like you say by Muhammad Bidadami, you say by Ravin as well. And the reason he was Chazer was based on a Maisa Shahoya Kachay. There was a woman that came to Rava. She told Rava, My husband died in a hunger. So Rava told her as follows, Shaper of this, the Shizvis Nafshek. You know, you're very smart. Your husband died in a hunger. Obviously, you were able to get away. It's very smart what you did that you got away. Why? You really thought about who purta the nafafisa the shavkes lehavachai? You really thought that the little bit of bread that was left over, that was going to somehow be enough for him to live? And for you to live? Meaning, Rav said, I know exactly what you did. There was a little bit of food, and it wasn't enough even him to live, let alone for him and you. So you saved your life, and you left him there. So Amrulaysa, she turned to Rav, and she said, how do you know that's what I did? You also know this? Meaning, how did you know that this was... This was what I did. So Rava realized from this Maisa that a woman sometimes will say to the dummy, even in a Shas Robin, and he said, just like Chazal said, if there's a Muhammad going on in the world, you don't trust her. Snow to if there's a Rav Baritz, you wouldn't trust her. Result. Adam, my Rava. Then Rava was Chazit some Tzvetin Mal. He said, Rava in Kriya in Muhammad. Not only do you say to the dummy by Rava, like you say by Muhammad, but the Swar to the dummy is actually more prominent than it is by Muhammad. Even Muhammad, Kiyam Ramez Baili, the Muhammad, who Deloy Mehemna. When it comes to a Shas Muhammad, the only time she's not believed is if she says he died in war. But if there's a war going on and she says he died of natural causes, so then she actually would be believed. The fact that there was a war going on doesn't matter. It's only where she says he died, and then we assume, oh, maybe he was hit. And she ran away, assuming he's going to die. But we know there's a chance that maybe he's going to make it out alive. But ilu when it comes to a rav ba'aretz, unless she says that she, he died. And she says she buried him. Unless it's on that level, the Allah is, you're always going to say, Bidadami. And the reason is, Rashi says, because by a Muhammad, there's always a, a, a chance, there's always a possibility that the person can make it out alive. But if there's a Rav, Rashi's Lashen is, how in the world is the person ever going to live? So the Svara Bidadami is actually a stronger Svara when it comes to a Rav than when it comes to Muhammad, because by Muhammad, she knows that there is a possibility. So the Tzad, that she's making a mistake, is a lesser Tzad. But by Rav, there is, really is no other Tzad. Therefore, we assume that she'll jump to a conclusion quicker. It's a little counterintuitive. But she'll jump to the conclusion quicker, and that's why the Allah is that she'll be even less believed when it comes to Rav. Mapoilus. What happens if a woman says it was a mapoilus? Uh, a building collapsed, and her husband was underneath it, and that's how we died. Hareyo kemulchama. It's like Muhammad, the Amra Bidadami. It's not Muhammad that he died. She assumes he died, but it could be he's alive. Shiluach nechashim ve'akrabim. What happens if she says that we were in a, a Village and all of a sudden we were attacked by Nechash and Bakrabim. This is like really old school. That's also like a Muhammad Amr Bidadami. She could say Bidadami. Dever. What if she says it was a Magaifa? Her husband died in a Magaifa. There was already a Machlaikis. Some said it's like Muhammad, meaning we don't trust, we say Bidadami. There were those that said it's not Muhammad. Because there was an adage, there was some saying that people used to say, Shev Shnin, have a the Inish Balechni, Loy so they could be in my gave for seven years, but a person who's not destined to die isn't necessarily going to die. What happens if a woman comes from Medina Sayyam? So, there was Shalim Bein Olive, 
She comes back and she reports as follows. She says, you know, we just came from a distant land. This is the olden days where you didn't have communication like you have today. Where we were, there was a war going on. And my husband died at war. So there was a Muhammad Ba'ilam. But the only reason we know there's a Muhammad Ba'ilam is because she let us know. What's Dalach? Me and do we say, Malo Veshaker, the Baya Amra Shalim Ba'ilam. She has a Migu. We should trust her. Because we only know there's a Muhammad Ba'ilam because of her. Had she not said there's a Muhammad Ba'ilam, then uh, we would have believed her. So Malo Veshaker, which is code word for Migu. So she has a Migu, therefore she's going to believe. I don't know, or maybe, Kim and Ichzika, Amra B'dadami, V'layasi, Malo Veshaker, Marachas Gosai. So there's a question what the right gears in the Gemara is. But Rashi explains beautifully. Rashi says, what's the other tzad? When we say that we don't trust a woman when there's a Muhammad Ba'ilam because of B'dadami, the word is we don't trust her. It's a chasarn and a manas. No, of course we trust her. We don't think she's lying. We just think she made a mistake. So what is Mali Lashaker going to help? Mali Lashaker is a svara in schustaina namanis, but it gives her uh, an ability to be heard so that she should be trusted. Her taina is now admissible in court, but that's only if at the end of the day, noch the taina. We assume that she got it right, but if we're questioning her judgment because of it, you can have migos from today till tomorrow. How's that going to help? That's the Gemara Shaila. So, okay, we only know there's a Muhammad because of what she said. Is she going to be believed or is she not going to be believed? So, the Gemara says, Touch ma, I'll bring you a right. A woman says, I was together with my husband in a house. I was together with my husband inside a cave, and all of a sudden, Ishnu, there was a fire, and the whole thing went up in smoke. Who mace? He died. And I was saved. She's not believed. Why? She thinks he died. She doesn't know for sure that he died. What's the kasha? The only reason we know that there was even a fire was because she was the one that told us. So you see that even though we know it through her, and she has a migu mali l'shaker, afal pikein, still, the halach is, we don't believe it, but the Gemara says, no, shani hasam, there it's different, the Amr Allah, because we tell her, ki heicha de ledidach israchish niso, ledidei nami israchish niso. You see, you made it out alive, so maybe he also made it out alive. And Rashi is just masber, very important, Pashup Shana in the Gemara, that hochamai eskinon, which he's saying clearly, I didn't see him die. Meaning, I ran out, I didn't see him escape. And as a result, I'm assuming that he died. Oh, so then we tell her, you expect me to believe you, you made it out alive, what were the chances you were going to make it out? So you made it and he can't make it? Maybe he has the same mazel you do. Maybe he could have made it out as well. So it's not muchach because of that. Now, if she says she saw him die, it would be something else. But Rashi says, in which she did not say she saw him die. As a result, there's a swara of bididami, even though it's coming from him. Because again, even according to what she's saying, we have no way of knowing for sure that he died. Tashma, nafla aleinu, nafla aleinu, listen. So the woman says that I was traveling together with my husband, and all of a sudden, listen, they came and they attacked us. Who may see died? Vinitzalti, and I was saved. Nemenes. Here already she's believed. Why? Lechura, say bididami. Maybe she only thinks he died because they were oivde kechavim and they were listening. So why is she believed? Must be, because we only know the wife of the and listen, based on what she said. You see, Malo Lashakar Amrinon. Must be because there's a Migu, but the Mara says, no, Hassan could Rav Idi. Pshad is like something that Rav Idi said in Mesechtas of Oydazar, that Fchof Hei Amid Beis. Rav Idi said, Isha Kli Zaino Olam. There's Machlikis Rishonim, what this Gemara means, but Rav Rishonim learned that what it means is, is that a woman is not afraid of Oyvde Kechavim and Listen. And the reason is because she knows that the Oyvde Kechavim and the Listen would rather be Mazana with her than kill her. So she's not necessarily going to run away. So if she saw her husband die, it's not... She ran away and she assumes he died. It's probably she actually saw him die. Who gavras up the Gemara? The Bishili Hulule, Itli Nura Beganani. So there was a chasana, and after the chasana, the husband and wife, the chasan Kala, they stayed in a, in a house. And Nebuch, during this, the festivities, there was a fire, and there was a tremendous rave. Amrulahu, the Visu. So the wife, the Kala, comes running out of the house and she starts screaming, Chazu Gavroi, Chazu Gavroi. Look, my husband's inside, my husband's inside. Also, they went in, Chazu Gavro Charucha. They saw a man that never had been burnt. And they saw his hand was severed and it was lying on the floor. So they saw a dead man and they saw this severed hand on the floor. So Rabbi thought that she, she shouldn't be believed. Why not? Because this is mamish the case that we had, the price that we mentioned, Ishno Leo Bias, Ishno Leinu Ma'ara, even though there's Malo Lashakir and there's Migos, but what did we say? That just like she made it out alive, maybe he also made it out alive. Meaning, she never said she saw him die. What she said? 
There's a fire raging. She got out. They came in. They never saw a man dead. They even saw his hand on the floor. But at the end of the day, they never saw him die. Well, she never did. So we're basing this on her testimony where she made it out alive, so maybe he also did. It's Mamish the Swara that the Gemara mentioned, the Bryce earlier. So that's what Abhibar Abba wanted to say. Oh, my Rav, so Rav said me, dummy? What's it? Sushta? Hasam over the lake coming to Chazugabra, Chazugabra. Number one, over here, you see her running out. There's a major umdana. She walked out saying, my husband's there, my husband's there. And then they found the man and the hand was there. So how can you compare the two cases? Over there, no one knows what happened. You're just basing it 100% on her testimony. Over here, you have all the Raglaim Ladover in the world that what she's saying is true. You even saw the man. There's a smoking gun. So it's posh that this must be what happened. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Chibarabim, what do Chibarabim hold? What, he didn't know this obvious water, right? We learned the Gemara, we're raising our eyebrows. And Rabbi Chibarabim didn't understand. So the Gemara says, no, he held Maybe this was someone that came in to save his life, like a fireman, and something happened to him. Him, who pissed at the other, the Shadia, and the fact that his hand is there, the Shadia Nura, Italia, maybe it's, it's, it's here too, Machalik Sushan, what it means. Either maybe it's attack at the hand of the man that died, but just because he found his hand doesn't necessarily mean that he's not there, or maybe it's the hand of this fireman too. So where did he go? If he didn't burn, where is he? So this is again another very important line in the truths that we're going to learn and in the Sugis of Agunas. That is, the Gemara says that maybe what happened was he got a mum because of the fire. And he was embarrassed to be seen, and that's why he ran away. But at the end of the day, you didn't see him dead, and if you didn't see him dead, you can't go ahead and be Mataragun. And this is the second time we see in today's daf very, very clearly that we're not soimich on your typical roivs when it comes to the halachas of Agunois. Because here, let's be honest, if you were going to be objective and Ask yourself, statistically speaking, what probably happened? It would be pretty clear that what probably happened is, is this is probably this man. Is it Muchach? I guess not. It's possible that this is someone that came to save him. I, where did he go? Maybe Ashemtzich. There's like a lot of hoops that you're jumping through to make this work. But Lamais, at the end of the day, you don't know for sure. And because you don't know for sure, again, exhibit B. So exhibit A was... Maybe the person was hit by an, uh, a spear, but he has this techboshis called samtari that somehow brought him back to life. And this is exhibit B, where again, you see this concept. And again, just to speak it out, it's the dichotomy in the sugis of Agunas. On the one hand, we're very mekel when it comes to Agunas, but at the same time, we're also very machman when it comes to Agunas, which posed an incredible challenge to all the bali tshuva that wrote tshuvas on these sugis to figure out exactly how you're supposed to navigate this in Mahu. What happens if an Eidechot comes? Not the woman herself. An Eidechot comes and he says, Meis Bailech. An Eidechot. Going back to Perak Isha Rabbah. Eidechot is believed. Even though in Davos Shabbat Pachas Mishnayim. But for all the reasons, this Eidechot is going to be believed. But he says that he died the Shas Mucham. Do you say the Svarah B'dedami by an Eidechot just like you say by the woman herself? Or maybe when it comes to an Eidechot, then you don't say the Svarah B'dedami. What's the Shailah? Time of the Eidechot and the Hemim Mishun the Bilsa David Lagluya who learned Meshachar. Is the reason Eidechot is believed because the Bilsa David Lagluya? Is that the Ikka reason? And if that's the case, Ochenami Lam Meshachar. It's the Bilsa David Lagluya. I don't want time of the Eidechot Mishun the you have this far with the dummy. So what's the Gemara Shiloh? What's the Ikka reason that in Eidechad is believed? Is the Ikka reason because it's a Mils David Lagluye or is the Ikka reason because Daiki Isha Mensaba? Which by the way brings us back to Perika Isha Rabba where the Gemara there had posed the same exact question with other Nafkeminas La Lacha. But the point is, the Gemara wants to know what's the Ikka reason Nafkeminu would be if an Eid Echad would come and say that the person died the Shas Mulchama. Zok the Gemara. Omer Rami Barchama. Rami Barchama said, Tashma, bring you a raya from a few anecdotes. Omer Rabbi Akiva. The great Rabbi Akiva said, I once went to Naharda to be Ma'aber the Shana. Now, the truth is, Chazal learned that Ibrushanim, Ibrachidish, all that happened in Yerushalayim. So Rabbi Akiva is going to Naharda, which is Bavel. Akiva lived in Eretz He's going to Bavel to be Ma'aber the Shana. I ain't raid by it. So Matsasi Nechemya is based Delhi. He said, I found a Yid. His name was Nechemya. And he was from Beis Delhi. And he told me as follows: Shamati, I heard I heard the only Tana that's willing to be matter Eishas uh, Ish based on the testimony of an Eid is Rabbi Huda Ben Bav. As if all the other Tanama very machmer in the sugya of Eid Asisha. The one person that's meko is Rabbi Huda Ben Bav. Is that true? This is what Nechemia Ish Delhi asks the great Rabbi Akiva. Then Amti Rabbi Akiva said, "I told him Kain Hadvarim." 
Yes, sir, that is true. I'm at least, and he told me, and Mardahem tell Mishmi in my name. It seems like people knew who he was. He said, Go tell him in my name. Atim Yoidim, you know, Shamedina Hazum Mishubeshes Begaisis. That this Medina is Mishubeshes Begaisis. There's a war going on. Yet, Kach Mikublani, Rabbi Gamliel Azokin. Have him a Sayra, Rabbi Gamliel Azokin, Shemesino Isha. They can marry off an Isha al Piedachad. So the Gemara says, My Medina Mishubesis Begaisis. What did Nechem Yeshdeli mean when he gave that whole Akdom? He says, You know that there's a war going on, and you should know you can marry off an Ishnesis al You know what he probably meant? Our Sugyo. Even when there's a war going on, He's saying, is believed, even Vishas Mohammed, and you don't say, because the Ikari is Nechaz Blibe, the Sicha, is because the Musa David de Lagui, and my Rabbi Rabbi said, No. If that's when Nechem Yeshdeli Man, why did he say this Medina where I live? As in, if in Naharda or Beis Delhi, maybe it's, it's over there that this is there's a war. What he should have said was that that even in a place where there's a Muhammad where you can say a svara bididami, even then it ain't achad It's not what he said. Elamai Ravas, you know, Ravas said hachi kamer. Where Nehemiah was saying was as follows: Atem yoydim shemezdina zu mishubeshes begaisis. Where I live, there's a war going on. V'lo efshnali lemishpak inchi beisi umaisi kamer abonah. So I can't go myself there to Israel to testify what I heard. But I want you, Rabbi Akiva, to be a shliach, and you should go and say kach mikublanim Rabbi Gamliel shemasino isha pi edachad. So true. This is a smaisa shahaya kachay with Rabbi Akiva that talks about edachad being believed by the sich, but not do it. I wouldn't have you mean when he said there's a war going. Not that Eidachas believe even Bishas Mochem. He just meant that's why I need you to do this for me. But this is not something that I'm able to do by myself. Tashma, Ma'isa, another story. B'shnei Tamid Chacham with two Tamid Chacham. Shayibayim and Abba Yosi Ben Simoy Besvino. They were traveling together with Abba Yosi Ben Simoy on a ship. The Tavo and Rachmana Litzlan. The ship sank. The Hesi Rebbe Nishaseim Alpinoshim. And there were women there that witnessed this all happen. And Rebbe allowed their wives to get married. Based on the testimony of those women. It says the Gemara like this. If someone's drowning in water, it's like Mulchama. In the sense, you could always say, A person says, I saw someone drown. Uh, he probably thinks for sure the person drowned. But unless you actually saw the body, which is unlikely. So really what you're dealing with is, is a bidadami. Okay. The Noshim, these women that Rebbe accepted as testimony, I feel amazed, even if there would have been a hundred, I don't know how many women there were. Let's say there were a hundred, but they would have the din of an Eidechot. Viktani Hissi. And still you see, Rebbe allowed these women to get married. Zoysay Meris, Eidechot is believed, the Eidus Isha, even Bididami, because the Chayra drowning is like Bididami. But the Gemara says, you're bringing me a riot from this Maisa. We're clearly missing some information in this Maisa. The Tizbra, you understand this Maisa. Let me ask you a question. Mind chain them, Soifnenu. What was the story where these two Tamil Chachamim drowned at sea? If a man is at sea and people witness him drown, unless they find his body, Dalach is Ishtoy Asura. It's another one of the great Chidushim. It's Exhibit C, which is really Exhibit A. But the concept of someone that's drowning in Mayan Shem Saif, Dalach is Ishtoy Asura. It's a Mishnah at the very, very end of the Mesechta. But the point is that this was a Maisa of Mayan Shem Lam Saif. Mayan Shem Lam Saif, Ishtoy Asura. So what was the Havamina to trust these Nashim? Eli, you have to say, Hechi Domri. What happened was, Ta'amri Askinu Kamon. They found the bodies. The bodies were found. It's a whole different story. And they saw the bodies, and they had Simonim. This was a whole different story. They were being Simich on Simonim. They weren't even being Simich on their Eidos. But this is not a raya to halachis of whether you would trust in Eidachel when there's a Malkin to say as far as the dummy. That clearly can't be what's going on over there because there you wouldn't even have a Havamina to trust Eidachel. Because yeah, Bishas Mohammed, we trust, and all these different times, maybe with the dummy, not with the dummy, but Mind Shane Lamsoif is a different sukya. And by Mind Shane Lamsoif, we never trust in Eidachel. Incidentally, there's a big Shiloh in the Re Shainim whether you trust two Eidim B'dadami. So the Isha herself is not believed B'dadami. Eidecha, that's a holy boy in the Gemara. The Gemara is going back and forth. And the Gemara is going to blibe unresolved. So we have to be mind a little better in the Rishonim, what the Allah is. But what about by two Eidim? Did the Rishonim have a major machalik? Is the under Rishonim that hold? Even by two Eidim. If there's a Svar B'dadami, there's a Svar B'dadami. Mali if it's an Eidecha, Mali if it's two Eidim. Under a Seidim, when it comes to two Eidim, I'll be Shnai, Eidim, Yakim, Dover. Did his Xeris Akasov, so it could be two Eidim would be believed. Even B'dadami. Either way, Zok the Gemara. There was a person, the Afkid Shumshumi Gabi who had loaned 
Shumshimi to his friend. Not loaned him in the sense that he was a shayel, but he gave it to him to be a shayel because a shayel is a shayel because. But the point is, he asked him to please watch it. So Rabid, would you please watch my shumshimi? I'm he said, sure. Then he comes back a little while later. He says, Havli Shumshimi. He says, I want my Shumshimi back. You took it already. He says, No, I didn't. He says, Yes, you did. He said, No, I didn't. And they said, By the way, I'll prove to you I didn't. He said, I know exactly how much Shumshimi there were. It was in that barrel. And look, you still have those Shumshimi in that barrel. So that's the biggest try in the world. What I'm telling is the truth. So he told him, this Hebrew man, he said, no, yours you took, and this is a different one. So do we believe him or do we not believe him? At first glance, you would think, what's the side you should believe him? I don't know, but maybe there is such a this is the case of the two Tamid and the two Tamid that was seen drowning, then they washed up ashore, there was Simonim, and we assumed it was them. What's the Kiddush? Why don't we assume that maybe these are different Talmud Chachamim and the ones that were seen drowning are not them and as a result you can't be matter their wives. So you see you don't make this assumption that the Talmud Chachamim that, that drowned are not the Talmud Chachamim that we found. We assume it's for sure the same Talmud Chachamim. So the Shumshimi is the same way. The sesame seeds all the time. We should assume the sesame seeds that were in this Chavis are the same sesame seeds that are still in the Chavis. Amalei Ravos. Ravos said, me, dummy. What kind of Tzushtal was that? Hosom Kamri Simonim. There was Simonim. It wasn't, oh, there were two Yungalite. And then they found two Yungalite. No, there was clearly, clear, identifiable Simonim. So because there was Simonim, that's how you knew it was the same person. Hoch, over here, Shumshimi, Mas Simonim Yislu. It's a sesame seed. What kind of simon do you want at that? Udakamar came the Kain Havi. You'll say, oh, maybe the simon was the number, the minion. Eimer Chushbanis Rami, minion. That's incidentally a sugyan parakel of where the minion is a simon, not a simon. But you can always say Chushbanis Rami, and as a result, it's not going to be right. So, Optimar, only Markishisha Barav Chizda, the Ravashi. So, Markishisha, who was the son of Rav Chizda, he told Rav Ashi the following, Now, referring to the Shumshimi, so we're digressing a little bit. So we just mentioned the case where somebody gave someone else a pigodin to watch Shumshimi. He comes back and he says, Havli Shumshimi, he says, you took it already? He says, what do you mean? It's sitting in the Chavis right now? He said, that's not a raya. That's not a raya. What should we do? Learn Parakashayil, Shemichinam, Shemisacha, Shvuas, all the different cases. But the bottom line is, Dosa Lane, that it's sitting in the Chavis, that's not a raya. How could that not be a raya? In Lacharaya, Gedoyle Mizu, Chayshinon, Shemapinon, maybe he removed that, and this is something else. So the Gemara says, Makshish Barav Chizatol Ravashi, are we really concerned, Shemapinon, by the time we go into the mission of Matzah, Keli, if somebody finds a Keli, because of all of it, and it says Kuf, the Ois Kuf is on the Keli carbon. So we assume that anything that's inside there has Kedusha's carbon. Mem, we assume is Meiser. Dalid, Dimua, it's a, it's a taruvais of chum and chulen. Tes, we assume is teva. Tuf, if, if you see a tuf, we assume it's chum. Why? Shebashas ha-sakono. In the times of sakono, when you weren't allowed to handle in these things, hayukaisven tuf tachas chum. They used to write tuf tachas chum. Now, what do you see from here? You see that we assume that the contents of the keli are what the wrapper of the keli suggests. So if there's a kuf, which means carbon, we assume that what's inside is carbon. Why do you assume what's inside is carbon? Maybe what was once inside is carbon. Maybe what's inside now is not carbon. Maybe and this kasha was from a Mishnah. So he asked him a kasha on this psakalacha of Shem Apino from a Mishnah. Sounds like from the Mishnah, you're not Chayesh Shem Apino. I'm only Ravina, the Ravashi, Ravina told Ravashi, the Loichashinon. What, you're telling me we're not Chayesh? I hear, let's hold the thought. So you're telling me you have a clear raya from the Reisha that we're not Chayesh. But how could you even say that? Are we really not Chayesh Shem Apino? Look at the Savior. He said, If a person found a chavis, because of Allah, truma, forget about tough. It's said truma. Even then, even then, you assume that it might that you have the right to assume it's chulim. Shani yomer, because I have a right to say yishtaked have a mole truma. Upina, yesterday it was filled with truma. Abupina, now he went ahead and he and he cleared it up. Now the MS is so really, it sounds like from this mitzvah to machlokes, right? So we're asking. From the Reisha, you see that we're not Chayyish From the Sefer, you see we are Chayyish So it sounds like it's a Machlaikis, but the Gemara didn't say that. The Gemara didn't say, L'chura Lemeketanoi. The Gemara asked a Kasha from the Reisha, and the Gemara countered the Kasha from the Sefer. And the Pshad is, is because the Gemara doesn't think that this is really a Machlaikis. So probably everyone's in agreement here, and they're arguing about some nuance, and as a result, you can't use this Mishnah as any proof to the Shiloh what 
that we're discussing. So what is Pshat in this Mishnah? Everybody is Chai Yashem Apinam. And that's Pshat in the Maisa Shoyu Kachayu with the Shumshuri. The Hocha, the Hocha, the Machayu is over here, it's Marsavar. The Tanakama holds, in Isa de Pineo, if Yutaka was Mafanit, Michbar have a Kafar. He would have cleaned up the, the, the vessel. He would have uh, made it not look like this chuma inside or this carbon inside because why would you want that? So there's a umdana that he was a mafanet but ordinarily chashin and shamafinon and on that Rabbi Yaisi argues number one maybe he just didn't get around to do it inami or maybe lafan maybe left it there on purpose you know why? because he doesn't want people to touch it so if you want to protect your food there's a good way to protect it the way to protect it is it's just right that it's a carbon oh it's a carbon gzela whatever but oh it's a carbon it's chuma it's my sashini this is already something that nobody is going to start up, but just a little bit more Gemara. Yitzchak Reish Kalusa Barachse de Rabibi. Yitzchak, he was the Reish Kalusa. He was also the son of Rabibi's sister. So Rabibi had a nephew. His name was Yitzchak. He was the Reish Kalusa. And he was traveling from Kurtava to Aspamia, the Shachif. Loyaleinu, he was Holach Loyalame. Shochumi Hassan. So they sent a telegram. From this area, Kurtava and Aspamia. They sent Yitzchak Reish Kalusa Bar Achsid Rabibi Havakazami Kurtava and Aspamia, Vishachiv, and he passed away. And when this telegram arrived, there was a major debate. Is this Yitzchak Reish Kalusa, who's Bar Achsid Rabibi, who's traveling from Kurtava to Aspamia, is his wife allowed to get married now? Or is she not allowed to get married? Michashina, what was the suffix? Betray Yitzchak. Are we concerned that maybe there were two such Yitzchaks? I like. Or we're not chayish. Now, if you knew for sure there were two such Yitzchaks, then that's a sugya, Masechtas Bava Basra, Trey Yosef Ben Shimon, Hadorim Be'erachas. So then we're not having this conversation. But Rashi says, over here it wasn't Huchzak. We don't know for sure there was a second person like this. The question is, can you be Saimach on a telegram? Would you always have to assume that maybe there's someone else that fits the same profile? So the Gemara says it was a Machlikis Amayron. Not just a Machlikis Amayron, Machlikis Abayin Rav. Abayin Abayin said Chayshinon. Rav Amar Rav said, "Oich Chayshina." Amar Abaya Abaya said, "No, I mean, Allah. How do I know with Chayish that maybe there's another person with the same name and the same profile?" Dahu Gita Deishtakich Ben Harda. There was a get that was found in the Harda. A get Isha. The cause of it said as follows: Bitzad Klunya Masa next to the city of Klunya, Ana Adrolinoi Nahardoi. This is his name. Patris Vetarches Yasplenisa Intase. I divorced my wife. Because they found a document where a man is testifying. It's he writes that he divorced his wife, which has significance in Halacha. And Avud Shmuel found, was presented with this guy. He didn't know the Halacha. He didn't know if you could be Saimich on this or you can't be Saimich on it. What was the Shiloh? His Shiloh was that do you assume that it's the Adroilinoi, can't pronounce this, that we know of, and his wife now is Muteris Lashuk based on this document, or maybe there's another person with the same name. Meaning, this Yid's wife wanted to get married, then based on this star that she had, but then again, maybe there's another person that has the same name. So Avudishmul gets this, and he sends it to Rabbi Hudanasiya, and this is what Rabbi Hudanasiya sends back. Rabbi is the anical of Rabbi Hudanasi, he's the Rosh of the Sanhedrin in Eretz Yisrael, and this is the psak that comes from the Supreme Court. The Shalach Le'en, he tells him, Tivdak Nehardo Kulo, be boy de Gantz Nehardo, meaning he said he's from Nehardo, so go see if there's anyone in Nehardo that has that name. If there is, so then you can't necessarily allow her to get married. If not, not. So what do you see from here? Abayah said, that just because there's a, a woman that has this name and there's a husband, you always assume maybe there's someone else. So just because you know one couple that meets this profile, it's not where it's but you have to be bided to make sure there isn't the so if it's the case over here regarding the Skedish, it would be the same case regarding that Agun. That's what the Gemara said. Rav Rav said no. He says, there's a hole in the story. Something's missing. Something's a little fishy here. He said, why? Because in Isa, if really Rabbi Yehud and Bezdin was worried about this, then Yivda Koloilamibayle. He should have had a check. Just check in Hardar. You should have had a check anywhere. Why? So Taisva says, because people, they're always Shiarim Mitziyas. They're always people that were going through Nahardah. So it could be there was someone else at that time that was there. You don't know for sure. So Rav says, I want that. I believe that the 
Sanhedrin knew that this whole concern wasn't a real concern, but Avu the Shmuel was a great man, and he was the one who sent the Shiloh, so Mishum Kvoidai, they should embarrass him, Rashi. So they gave him the courtesy, and they said, just be Boydik in our dog. They didn't want to tell him to stop being Boydik the whole world, because really there was no point in doing this anyway, so they told him to do something like, and let's figure it out. Abaklapi Shmai, Rav said, this whole issue wasn't an issue. I'm a Rav, Rav said, you know, I mean, how do I know that we're not concerned that there's another person that has the same name? that were in Mechuzah, the Kosabu, and it said as follows, Chavi Barnani, Vinani Bar Chavi, Va'agbuhu, Rabbi Baravu Azuzi, and Rabbi Baravu was goiva with these shtaras. So you had these shtaras that said, Chavi Bar Nanoi, not Nani, Chavi Bar Nanoi, and Nanoi Bar Chavi. Now apparently these were very, very common names. Chavi Bar Nanoi, Vinanoi Bar Chavi, Bemechuzah Shechichituvi. And still they were allowed to go out, and they were allowed to be goiva with these shtaras, because we assume that the person that's holding the shtar, it's probably his shtar. So you see from here that what? That we're not chayish, that there might be Another Yosef and Shimon, that there might be another Yitzchak Reish Galusa Bar Achsei de Rabibi, that there might not be another Ashes Andrulinoi. Where do you see that? In Rashi and Tois built has the obvious question. Not only do you not see that, it's no Shaykhis. Over here we know for sure there were a lot of people that had the same name. So Rashi and Tois both say the same tarots. I read the Rashi, three lines from the bottom. The Kivan de Leinia Mamoino, Afagafta Huxagulecha Shinon, being that. When it comes to mominus, even when it's huchsak, we weren't chayish. It's a shtikl tayr that over here it was dinay mominus, and by dinay mominus, even where it was huchsak, we will make so for sure. When it comes to iser, even if it's not where it's not huchsak, dear too, we should be make as if iser is going to be more chamer than mamin. So by mamin we make where it's huchsak, then at the very least where it's loy huchsak, we should be make by iser. But either way, this was the raya that Rava wanted to bring from the fact that this. Chavi Bar Nanoi walks in holding a star, and we're not suddenly concerned, maybe it's a different Chavi Bar Nanoi, Zoysay Meris, that we're very Mekel when it comes to names, and if we're Mekel Huchsak by Mominus, we'll also be Mekel Loi Huchsak when it comes to Issa. But the Gemara says, Vabaya, Abaya told Rava, I don't see anything from this story, because well, what are you worried about? What's the Shaili even? You're bringing a Shaili like this to a Rav, to a Bezdin? This Yid's name is Chavi Bar Nanoi. He has a shtar that somebody owes him a thousand dollars. Walking around with a shtar, you're going to start questioning. Maybe it's not him. But my nechash, even a filo, you worry that maybe he dropped it, the real Chavi Bar Nanoi, and a different Chavi Bar Nanoi found it. Mrs. Arbe, when you know there's other people that have the same name as you, right? People are very careful if they're going to lose something like cash that somebody else can find and just walk off it. So this person's going to be very, very careful with it. Even because maybe you're worried that the real Chavi Bar Nanoi gave it to the other Chavi Barnanoi to watch as a Pekotan. Assuming this person has a moderate intelligence level, he's probably not going to do that. Keeping the Shmeikish way, like Mifkid Gabe. It's probably not the smartest thing in the world. My Amit, oh, I'll tell you maybe what could have happened. Maybe what happened was, maybe he was magnet to him. But at the same time, they never made, made a, a proper Kenyan. And because they never made a proper Kenyan, so this Chavi Bar Nanoi that's been goiva with it doesn't have Rishos to be goiva with it. Meaning he's coming, he didn't find it. It wasn't Elam Matziah Shalai because the real owner probably didn't lose it. He's not a Shaim Pekadim because the real owner is smarter than that. Maybe he gave it to him. Oh, but they didn't make a Kenyan. And as a result, right now he's being goiva Shalai Kedin. It's not true because Oisius Niktas Bimasira. And being that Oisius is Niktas Bimasira to the extent that he's holding it, say so he was kind it. The way you kind Oisius, Oisius is a Shtar, it's the Messiah is a star, and as a result, that can't be the issue. And this is where we'll end today's that. But just to conclude with one ha'ara, so this last Gemara, which is going to segue into the beginning of tomorrow's daf, began with a story. Yitzchak Reish Galusa Bar Achse de Rabibi have a ka'azom pam So Yitzchak, who is the Reish Galusa, he was Rabibi's nephew. He was traveling from Kurtava to Aspamia v'shachiv. He passed away. So they sent the shayla. They sent the following telegram. And there was a big question. A question that was debated by Abaya and Rava, no less. And that is, are we chayish that maybe there's another Yitzchak Reish Kalusa Bar Achse de Rabibi? Or are we not chayish that there's another Yitzchak Reish Kalusa Bar Achse de Rabibi? I saw in the Seda Adairis, brings, it's really from the Sefer Yuchsen. That this Yitzchak Reish Galusa could not have been the Reish Galusa. Meaning, we know that throughout history, the Yidin were ruled by two governing bodies. One in Eretz Yisrael, the Nasi, and one in Bavel, the Reish Galusa. And the Reish Galusa was a Shtaler, Rosh Hashem He's the Nasi, he's the president. It was a real position. 
If Yitzchak Reish Galusa was the Reish Galusa, is it possible that there were two Yitzchak Reish Galusas that were Barach Seder Abibi? Shnei Yosef and Shimon Adar Yerachas, we heard of things like that. Two people whose name is Achavi Barnanoi, that can happen. But two Yitzchaks that are the Reish Galusas that are Barach Seder Abibi, first of all, it doesn't make sense. And besides, they're not two Reish Galusas, only one Reish Galusa, and everyone knows who the Reish Galusa is. So, it can't be that this Yitzchak Reish Galusa really was the Reish Galusa. Then what is the Pshat? So the Sefer Yochim quotes the Russian Atshuva in Klal Chamishim, who said that obviously that was his name. His name was Yitzchak Reish Galusa. It's a good name. But this was his name. His name was Reish Galusa. And therefore they thought that maybe there's another person who also whose name is Yitzchak Reish Galusa. And it could be also Rabibi's nephew. could be in the Mishpacha Rabibi. This is a name. And as well, he has two nephews that have the same name. That's very possible. So Lav Dafka, the Yitzchak that we're aware of, his wife is Muteris Shok. And that was the question. Do we have to do a little bit of a due diligence and investigate to find out if there is or there isn't? And that was a machoikis between a Bible of it. But to assume that he was literally the Reish Galusa, that's already a but anytime you see a Gemara like this, you know what to look. And that is in the Torah from Abruvim Margolis. So Abruvim Margolis, in a safe in the Tzoytzeyar, on this Gemara, he has one line. He says as follows, Kol super mafli. This whole story is mafli. Fa'ayim mashakosav, ha'goyin Rabbi Yaakov Shor, b'mavoy l'sefer o'itin, me Rabbi Yehuda Barzilai abart solona This is Bikis. I found the sefer o'itin from Rabbi Yehuda Barbarzeli, a Barceloni, with the Mavri that was written by Rabbi Yaakov Shor. And if you look there, there's a Dover Nifla Adlamoid. Just a little bit of a Hakdama. Rabbi Yehuda Barbarzeli was one of the Rishayim. It's actually interesting because some of the raid that we left on the table this week was a, a, a pilpul based on a very, very famous shita from Rabbi Yehuda Barbarzeli. As Hashem, we'll get back to it, but it's good to just mention it now. And that is Rabbi Yehuda Barbarzeli says a chiddish that even though we know a cotton can't really get married midairaisa, we spoke at a rabbi, a yobam that's bentez, is the yibam, a yibam deiraisa, it's not a yibam deiraisa, machlik is rashi and toys is tucked away in kedushin daf yotes samad aleph. But there is a shita sarishonim from the rebarbarzeli, sometimes known as the rebarzeli, but either way, from this one of the Rishonim who said that it is possible for Cotton to get married, if a father thinks that the best thing for his son is to get married, based on the principle of Zochim La'adam Shaloi B'fanov, the father could be Makabal Kedushin on behalf of his son, and his son is going to be married Midairaisa. This Chuvis Arucha is from the Neid of Yehudan, this Chiddush from the Riba Barzelai, the Avni Maluim in Simon Aleph, the very first Avni Maluim, discusses in detail this Chiddush from the Riba Barzelai. It's right that we left on the table this week. But nothing is a coincidence. And this comes from Rabbi Yehuda Bar Barzelai, a Barzeloni. So, Rabbi Yaakov Shor, who was a 19th century Goyen, he wrote a Mavoy, a fascinating Mavoy. I was browsing through it a little bit. It's Lo Yo'omen. A fascinating mavoy about this Yid, Rabbein Yehuda Barbazilai. Now, he was called a Barceloni. And the reason he was called a Barceloni is because he came from Barceloni. He came from Barcelona. <laughs> he came from Spain. And the beginning, literally, of this mavoy, of this sefer, is all about Svarat. It's about Spain, and it's about the origin of Torah and Svarat. <laughs> he says something fascinating. He says that the Abar Benel, who, of course, was from the Magurshe Sfarad, he wrote in his Pirish Anach, in Zechariah Perikud Beis, and it's also in Melachim Beis Perikhafei, at length, about the history of the Jews in Spain. And he traced back his own ancestry in Spain to Churban Bayes Rishon. So after Nebuchadnezzar and Nebuchadnezzar and Sarah Tabachim destroyed the first base of Mikdash, so the Pasuk says in Yechesko that they took the Yidin and they dispersed them all over the world. And one of the places that they went to was in Sfarat, and the Barbanel said he was a Ben Achaben Achaben. He was able to trace himself back all the way going back to those days. Rabbi Yaakov Shor brings that this that the Barbanel said, Shteitshoin, in the Mechtovim from Rabbeinu Avram ben Arambam. Just read a little bit from Rabbi Avram ben Arambam. He says, quote, Ki alpim mesoyra atiko, hoysa medina svara, that's Spain, mi yushreves mi bnei Yisrael, ve Yehuda oid mizman golus Yisrael b'churben ba Yisrishon. Ve imoim golu l'sham, shtei mishpachis, mi mishpachis beis David. And when the these Magurshe Lisvarad went to Spain at the time of the first destruction of the Beis Amikdash, there were two very prominent families from the families of Dovid Melech that went. Ha'achas, Hashem Metuara B'Shem Mishpachas B'nei David, 
Shenesyashva Beir, he says what city they settled in. Vashnia, Mishpachas Bnei Abarbanel. Shenesyashva, and he says exactly where they settled. So these were families that came from David Amelech, and that's where they ended up settling. He says, after Churban Bayasheni, there was another tremendous influx of Jews that migrated to Svarad. He quotes from the Seder Oilam Zuta, quote, Ba'as Pasyonos, that's Vespasian, Titos, the ones that destroyed the second base of Mikdosh, the Hichreves Abayis, the Higlas Yisrael, Ubotlim Harbe Mi Beis Dovid Yehuda, Borchulas Spamyo, Shehi Svarad. They ended up in Spamia, which is Svarad. So I'm continuing to read from the Moth. And from that point forward, from the destruction of the first base of Mikdash, and then even more so after the destruction of the second base of Mikdash, there would be a Jewish Kehila living in Spain. And he says, Rabbeinu Shmuel Halevi. Rab Shmuel Halevi, Echelin Arishonim spoke. So who is Rab Shmuel Halevi? Who are Rab Shmuel Hanogid? The famous Rab Shmuel Hanogid, Baal Mobaya Talmud. He's the one that wrote to the Mobaya Talmud. And he writes extensively about the Jews that were living in Tzfar. One of the things that he says, you ready? One of the things that he says, he says that he read that Rav Goyen was saying something about how the Jews in Tzfarat, that they didn't behave properly, and that he heard that when they would be Mavasedra on Shabbos, they would do Shnayim Mikra, but they didn't do Targum. This is what he said, Kachshamati, that the people in Tzfarat, that Shnayim Mikra, I mean, so they do they didn't do targum. So Shmuel Anogit said it can't be. He said it's not possible that that's the case. Keep a svar. Listen to this. Makom reboots Torah hoyv is man by yisrishan. Because in svar they were already learning Torah visa darts design with the ganzim esoyra from chorban by yisrishan. Mikol shulaim ad achshav v'hanochas at targum derech minusu. If it's someone not to do targum, I said it's not a big deal. Chas v'shalom, it's minus. It's not courses. It's not something you let to do. V'loy nipsus behem minus meoylam, and they never had minus. Umeoylam loy he nicho at targum. They didn't not say Targum. And there was nothing from the Talmud that they didn't learn. Because they knew the entire Messiah of Tarish Here's the punchline. And you now they knew it because it was a Yid. His name was Yitzchak Reish Galusa Bar Achsei de Rabibi. He was Rabibi's nephew. He passed away in Spain. Ben Kurtova. With Aspamia, Cordoba and Aspamia. These are two regions in Spain. This is all Rab Shmuel Hanogia talking. So said Rab Yaakov Shu and his mother to this Sefer Eaton on the Rebarbar Zeli of that famous Chiddush that are cut and get married with their rice like they Zachem Shalom Shalom Befan. The Masha Hisker Mi Yitzchak Reish Galusa ain't Sophic. It's Poshet. Shenitzchaben Alzeh Hamuske B'Shas Yivamis Daf Kuf Tes Vavam Edes. Amru Shem Yitzchak Reish Galusa Bar Achsei the Rabbi Be Have a Kaozel Mi Kurta V'Laspamia. This Shachav Sholchum Itam Yitzchak Reish Galusa V'Chulu Ayin Shom Umi Divrei Hanogit. From the Nogin Mechiach, Kniyitzchak Zeh Hoyer Rosh Koylush Ebevavel. He was a real Rosh Kolusa. Vubom Misham the Medina Svarad. He came to Spain. Vehevi Imoi Hamishnayis. Vegampilpule Halochos Vedin and Shalchachme Bavel. Vekovalem Yeshivois Velimed Veribet Shom Torahs Chachme Atalmud. You want to know who this Yitzchok was? He was a Reish Kalusa. Kalusa. He was a Yid that was sent to Svara, to Spain, because there had been Jewish Kahillas living in Spain. The Magurshe Svara that we cry about on Tishabov. These Yidin, they were Kahillas there, but they didn't have access to what was going on in Bavel. They weren't hearing share from Abayah Verov and from the great Yeshivas. And from Yehuda C and Eretz Yisrael. So what happened was, is they sent a shliach. There was an emissary that went. And this emissary had to be somebody that was going to be able to give over the whole Messiah. And his name was Yitzchak. That was his name. And he's the Yitzchak Reish Kalusa. He was Bar Achsei de Rabibi. That's who this Yid was. He was a Reish The Rosh said it must have been his name. It wasn't just his name. And then he brings it from other Marmachonis as well. And he's Meirich. And he's maflik in the greatness of this Yid Yitzchak. We talk about sometimes you have Gedolim, even in the Gemara, that we don't appreciate exactly who they are. It's because of Yitzchak Reish Galusa, Brom Achsei de Rabibi, Brom Zohar Oisoi Ishlatayv, Shilmolehu, who knows what would have been in Svarat, and some of the richest 
Kufis in Jewish history came from far, and this was a Yid who took it upon his plates and he passed away doing it. He was Nifta Mikurtavalaspamya. This was something that he did. So there's a footnote here on the bottom of this shtickle, and that's the footnote that Rabruvin Margolis was sending us to. Number one, of course, just get the picture and the context and the color of who exactly it is we're talking about. But in the footnote, he says that the emphasis, this whole Gemara is mafli. It's a pella. I don't understand. There was a havamina, there were two Yitzchak, Reish Gelusas, Barachse de Rabibi. So he said, the Lule de Mistafino, this Yitzchak, Reish Gelusa, wasn't the Reish Gelusa in Bavel. It's not Mistaber, because there couldn't have been such a Suffolk. But when he came to Spain and he taught them Kalatayra Kula, they made him the Reish Gelusa in Spain. And that already he was. So he became a Rashiva, became a Reish Gelusa in Spain. He wasn't the Reish Gelusa. But he was a Reish Galusa. Now, when they got the letter, they were pretty sure they knew who it was. But they weren't 100% sure. Because maybe there was another nephew of Rabibi that was also in Spain, and maybe he was also a Reish Galusa in Spain. If he was the Reish Galusa in Bavel, checkmate, then there's no conversation. But Muchach, it wasn't. And therefore, it was Shaykh to have a Gemara. Ad kedei kach that Abaya said a chiddush niflo chayshin and Rabbi said nah for that. But if it was one Yitzchak Reish Galusa, then obviously there couldn't have even been a shit as a of Chayshinon. The Territ says he wasn't the Reish Galusa in Bavel. As Gavain a Reish Galusa. A Reish Galusa in Svarad, and rightfully so because of the contribution that he made to Svarad. But Al-Koponim, there was Mokim to hear another Tzad. Obir Achshash Rokil, which is the spirit of the whole daft today. Being Chayish for this Achshash Rokil, but again, Divrei Pi, Chochem Chayn, this is not Rabruvin Margolis' own shtickle Torah, but Rabruvin Margolis must have felt that this wasn't a chida, that he had to be poisoned by himself, because this was already cracked by Rabbi Yaakov Shor, in his movie that he wrote on the Sefer O'itin that was written by Rabbeinu Yehuda Bar Barzilai, a Barcelona.